Well, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is JD. Who's here with me? It's Michelle. It's Michelle, everybody. Woo-hoo. Michelle, are you excited to be back talking about another movie this week? I think that I am excited, but I have also been going through a moment since Spooktober of like you experienced of, do I even like horror? Do I even like this? Why do I do this to myself? (laughs) As it turns out, yeah, I mean, I I definitely do, but sometimes I wonder. I definitely sometimes wonder. Uh, So if this happens to be the first time you're tuning into our show, first of all, thank you for checking out the show. Uh, But uh, if you just checked it out, completely at random and you don't know what's going on even bigger thank you to you you risk taker Hugh as a man who said I don't have a clue what a shutter is or why you would watch it but I'm gonna put that thing on I'm gonna see what these people had to say uh so uh I hope they're Michelle, not disappointed <laughs> right right uh first of all Michelle tell people what shutter is Shudder is a streaming service for horror and horror-adjacent movies and TV shows, including things like today's movie, Mandrake, but also including things like Dragula. And I know some of the drag performers from Dragula, and that is my shout-out that I have not mentioned on this podcast before, and I just, I love them so much. Except you didn't mention any of them by name, so it's not technically a shout-out? I mean, I know I I don't want to know, because then it turns into name-dropping, but if I just say, oh, hey, wow. I know some really cool drag performers, <laughs> then it's like no, elusive. Trust yeah. me, I know some cool people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I could I say I know the president, but I'm not specifying like which president, the president of the United States or the president of a homeowners association in the metro region. <laughs> it's very vague. They cannot infer the anything. Yep. That's that's yep. fair. Uh, so yeah, that's what that's what Shutter is, and here's the even better thing about Shutter. Not only do they have all this horror content, uh, but they also put out uh, original and exclusive stuff that you can't see anywhere else, and that's what we talk about here on the show. And as Michelle mentioned, the new uh, movie this week it's a uh, Shutter original, I believe. If my computer would respond here, yes, it is uh, a Shutter original called Mandrake. Uh, are you familiar with Mandrake legend and mythology, Michelle, going into this movie? Did you know anything about Mandrake stuff? Well, I'm a little bit surprised because I put out our social media posts ahead of time when I know nothing about the movie, and I made a Harry Potter reference, and apparently Mandrakes are a thing outside of Harry Potter, and they are exactly like what is in Harry Potter, and so my mind was a little bit blown because, yes, I did know about Mandrakes, but I knew about them from a turf, so I feel conflicted. (laughs) From Joanne the turf. Uh, Well, no, I mean, that's that's fair, Uh, but yeah, so I mean... They're definitely a uh, uh, milded, uh, milded is not a word, I think, <laughs> but it's uh, definitely a, a, like a, a tamed, <laughs> uh, a milded version uh, of the, the Mandrake legend there. But yeah, uh, so that's, uh, I, I, and I know a little bit about that just from, you know, random mythology things along the way as well. Uh, and so I was definitely, my interest was piqued. Uh, going into this one. Uh, What I'm going to do here right quick is I'm going to read the description of this movie for you folks at home uh, directly from the Shutter website, exactly as they portray it to you on the website. Here's what it says. Mandrake, 
directed by Lynn Davison. Uh, in this witchy thriller, probation officer Kathy Madden is given the task of rehabilitating notorious killer Bloody Mary Laidlaw back into society after 20 years in prison. Kathy has always believed that every client deserves a shot at redemption, but her beliefs are firmly tested when two children disappear near Mary's farm. A Shudder original. Michelle. Yeah. Tell us your spoiler-free thoughts on Mandrake. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is one that it's kind of hard to pick an overall arching how did I feel about it because I felt very different throughout different parts of it. And here's what I can say for sure. I was not into the beginning at all. But then halfway through, my husband came home and he gave me a burrito. So then I started watching the movie while eating a burrito. And that was the part of the movie where it got much better. So I don't know if it's that the movie got better or if I had been irritable during the first part and was just much happier while eating a burrito. But then at the end, my burrito was gone and I was back to being slightly disappointed. So I think my experience is... uh, tangentially related to the status of me eating a burrito during it and I would say that if you're eating a burrito throughout the entirety of this movie or else several burritos because it's an hour and a half um, then I would say it's a three with a burrito that you're munching on and enjoying then it's a three overall well, uh, uh, <laughs> your reaction cracked. That's me. Uh, <laughs> that's us jumping the shark here on We Watch Shutter, everybody. We're just gonna call it a day. I appreciate you tuning in all these episodes. Uh, <laughs> that's the. I gotta. I gotta be honest. That's the most. Uh, most that uh, is a very pure and honest review. I think that's uh, uh, that's uh, all about honesty. <laughs> uh, uh, so you you, you go in uh, three skulls here. Uh, my thoughts on Mandrake. Again, I knew a little bit about the Mandrake uh, mythology. Uh, obviously, picked up real quick here that this is going to have a lot of uh, kind of pagan and folk horror and witchcrafty kind of overtones, uh, and I'm really into all that kind of stuff. And so I was definitely probably a little more into this at the beginning as you were. Uh, and overall, uh, I think this is really one of the okayest movies I've ever seen, right? It's, uh, I, I don't have any real complaints about it. Uh, I don't mind that I saw it. Uh, I'll probably never watch it again. I wasn't completely taken by it, uh, but I thought it was really capably done. There are a couple of really neat moments in here. It does have some, uh, uh, some teeth to it that, uh, uh, and does things that uh, we've definitely talked about that sometimes bother me, but I thought does does them in, in a way that's uh, uh, not as, as bothersome as some other movies choose to do that. You'll understand more in the spoiler section. It, Michelle already knows. It's fine. I uh, know. But, yeah, no, this, is, uh, this, was just, uh, this was just a totally okay movie, and I am also uh, going three skulls on this one. I, and, uh, yeah, I, I think that pretty much sums everything up nicely. I would like you to watch it one more time, but watch it while eating a burrito and let me know if your score increases (laughs) because I do need to know if that's just a me thing or if it's one of those or like this burrito pairs perfectly with Mandrake. It's interesting that you mentioned that (laughs) because I didn't think about it until literally just now. Uh, But uh, when we get into the spoiler section, we're going to talk about how 
Uh, I actually really enjoyed this movie at the beginning and sort of through the middle section. And then the further we got into it, I, I like it makes some choices and does some things with its storytelling that, again, I, they're they're not bad necessarily. They're just not uh, like super engaging for me. Uh, but uh, uh, as I stop and think about it, uh, I also uh, early on, uh, about fifteen minutes into this film, uh, started eating. Uh, some sweet potato fries <laughs> with a w- w- with a blue cheese pecan dip, mm-hmm. uh, and, and was just kind of noshing on those for a, a, a decent. I I don't know exactly how long, but a decent amount of time mm-hmm. during. Did the you movie, enjoy the movie? Kind of, uh, that I, I, that, well, that was again. I don't know when the sweet potato fries specifically ended, and how that mm. coincides with when the movie. Uh, started to lose me a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. but I mean it has to be roughly equivalent, right? If if we know yeah. that if we if we know that the sweet potato fries were gone before the movie ended, and as the movie went further and further, it lost me a little bit. Then mm-hmm. I think ultimately you may be onto something. This this could just be a better movie if you're eating food while you're watching it. And that yeah. so is an interesting if you have not seen it. <laughs> scientific discovery we've just made. Do we have any <laughs> listeners left at this I, point I'm sure of this that episode? They're here, Michelle? but they're oh they're at a McDonald's God. drive-thru. So this that may well be the most bizarre and esoteric opening. Also the longest spoiler free section, I think, that maybe we have ever recorded. <laughs> I'm okay with Do that. Do we have anything to say in the spoiler section? One oh, way to oh, find sure. out. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, what we're talking about here again is uh, uh, if you have not seen this movie and you would like to see it before we talk about it in very spoilery detail, uh, right about now is when you're going to want to put a pause on this podcast uh, to go do that. Just make sure you come back and finish the show. Uh, after you're done if you're one of those weirdos who for some reason finds us entertaining uh and you don't really care about horror movies and you're just listening to listen to us i mean uh I, I, we love you but uh uh you may need a therapist anyway uh we <laughs> did i just insult three quarters of our audience michelle <laughs> potentially but here's the thing if they don't like us they can just go get food because we also get better when you are eating <laughs> absolutely if you uh, i am yep. i am i am much more tolerable if you are eating a burrito <laughs> yep yep that's just how i uh our content should be consumed as a burrito is consumed <laughs> anyway to our What's spoiler happening? section Oh my God! Uh, so anyway, uh, hit that pause <laughs> button right about meow. Okay, now we're in the spoiler <laughs> section. <laughs> it's because I put on my tie dye goosebumps shirt, so I'm just feeling like extra fly right now. Look, I'm ready. here's the thing: if we've lost them, we've lost them. If we haven't lost them, we're not going to. So let's just skip the movie discussion for a moment in the spoiler-free uh-huh. section. Mattel, Mich- Mattel, <laughs> what's happening? Yep. Michelle, okay. yeah. uh, in this in, now that we're in the spoiler section, tell me please in detail what was in this burrito. Okay, so it's a Panchero's burrito, which is uh, one of my favorite places in the Fargo Moorhead area, and it had rice and it had queso, which usually I'm not a queso uh, person in my burrito because it makes my burrito too liquidy, and I don't like that. I like a nice solid burrito, but That's it did fair. have a corn mix, and I love a corn mix with some uh-huh. rice, and like I believe it was salsa? chicken. 
Yep, some shredded Ooh. cheese, some lettuce, um, and then I'm pretty sure it was some sort of mild salsa because I am a wimp, but I'm working on it. While my COVID things was, I wanted to learn to eat spicy food, and now I can handle jalapenos sometimes. Oh, that's good. awesome. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Mandrake. Uh, Michelle, yeah. uh, uh-huh. you said uh, that uh, y- y- you were kind of all right with this movie. Uh, I-, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The, uh, this movie was so thoroughly just okay, uh, just so middle of the road, that I don't even know where to start talking about it. Maybe what we should do is uh, have you, uh, for those folks who are, are, are not really interested in watching the movie but still want to have some context, tell them a little bit about mm-hmm. what happens in yeah. Mandrake. Okay, so this movie uh, kind of works in parallel telling a couple different stories, which does work for and against it, depending on the type of or the part of movie that you're in, because at one point I think it becomes too many perspectives and we can get into that. But there is a lady who I believe her name is Kathy, if I'm remembering correctly. It is and, Kathy. Aha, uh-huh, there's Kathy. With and a C. Uh, she is with a C and uh, she is a social worker and bloody Mary, whatever her last name is. Just Laid got law. released. Yeah. Just got released. How, after wait, okay. uh, Spending. I'm <laughs> sorry. I have. To, how am okay, I yeah. the one who's remembering all the names right now? What the fuck? I is, don't have my cheat sheet pulled up. This, no, I'm this just, time. this whole episode is just bizarro world. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. No, it's okay. This is probably our last episode ever before we both go missing and people are going to be like, we knew something was wrong when we heard that episode. <laughs> yeah. You may be, uh, that, you, you may be honest. I'm not something. wrong. <laughs> yep. Uh, are we on something though is the better question uh okay so uh bloody mary just got released from prison after killing her uh i almost said father killing her husband her child was taken away when she went to prison 20-ish years ago now kathy is her social worker kathy goes out to put an ankle bracelet on mary uh the villagers are kind of scared of mary they think that she's responsible for disappearing children and then some children do go uh and get disappeared and then they find out uh that the children were killed and then everybody blames mary and was it mary was it not mary well yes it was mary and it's for supernatural reasons because she needed to get a mandrake or something i'm a little confused about that part because one of my complaints about this movie is it's too fucking dark i really wanted to see what was going on and there were some cool silhouette shots but there were a lot of times where i'm like did they forget to put the light on did they even film anything or is this just shot in black with voiceover because i could not see anything and i really wanted to get some some eyeballs on some of the stuff that was going on um and then uh i get very confused about what happens near the end because it's a lot um but kathy's okay and her son has been cured in the end yeah uh so that's uh that's mandrake uh so um (laughs) (laughs) i uh (laughs) i i genuinely am not even really sure what to say about the movie i uh Mm -hmm. your your summary is right um excuse me i'm so sorry uh, as a uh, uh, as a general rule, I, I think we've all figured out over the course of the podcast that uh, one of the the horror genres that I personally am am really interested in is uh, is folk horror, uh, not just m- new folk horror. I'm like old school fucking uh, uh, Wicker Man and uh, I, look, not the bees, I, I, not the bees. <laughs> No, not that yes. Wicker Man. Michelle. I like that Wicker Man though. I really like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> uh, that's that's fair. Anyway, yeah. Um, but uh, also, I really like 
uh, I like witch movies, right? I like pagan mm-hmm. witch movie stuff. Uh, at least when it when it's done well. And when I say when it's done well, I don't even necessarily mean that like when it's done like a hundred percent authentic to real world pagan uh, or whatever cultures or or witchcraft styles or whatever. Uh, just it it has to feel authentic, right? And this movie it has to be definitely. A good movie? <laughs> Look, Michelle, I'm trying. I'm trying real hard here right now, lady. Cut me some slack. I know, but uh, you're but like, I I enjoy movies if they're good. Is how you could have summed that up. <laughs> anyway, Proceed. no, I I thought this movie uh, was really good at at creating that uh, that authentic atmosphere. Uh, it does, from a narrative perspective, the way the story plays out. Uh, it does become a little sort of everyday horror movie in the third act uh, and, and sort of uh, doesn't uh, become a bad story, I think. It just kind of loses its way and does become very muddled, like you said. I'm not surprised uh, that that you were, were, were quite confused by it. I, I think I, I, prob- I, I followed it decently well, uh, mm-hmm. but there are definitely things that I, I'm still not super, super clear on. Um, like the biggest thing to me is like just out of nowhere, that guy who's the head of the parole board or whatever, just suddenly admits to somehow having some kind of connection to her and the, the wandering man, uh, and, yeah. and, and then he kills himself because she makes him, it, it just, that just came out of left field, uh, and, and there's happened. a lot of that in this yeah yeah yeah. in in the third act there's a decent amount of things that uh that are just uh it's just uh, not narratively really well tied together i thought Mm -hmm. uh but uh um i i thought uh they they played into some of the mandrake things in ways that i've seen before i've actually uh uh, curiously enough recently seen uh, another movie that's uh very much uh built around mandrake legend uh, that is, I believe, from Mexico or somewhere in South America. Uh, but uh, it's a movie called Dis, uh, D-I-S. Uh, and it is a uh, significantly more uh, aggressive, uh, uh, difficult horror movie. It has some uh, some really not safe for work type of stuff in it, if you follow what I'm Love saying. That. Uh, yeah, it it it, uh, it might be one that's right up your alley, and it's uh, nice. it's really bizarre and uh, and Ooh. and kind of esoteric. Uh, but uh, like, if you look into the uh, the Mandrake mythology, one of the big parts of the legend in in, in a lot of cultures or, or in the original, uh, I forget exactly where it comes from, but the idea is that the Mandrake grows in the ground underneath where men were hanged. And what mm-hmm. it grows from is their blood and fat and other fluids that all just slowly drip down off the body as it's decaying. Uh, and then mm-hmm. those roots grow from that. Uh, and it has a lot of like fertility purposes and, and uh, like, like warding purposes. Anyway, it's, it's so incredibly entrenched in so many different folklores. And all because... It's this root that just very curiously happens to be like oddly man-shaped, 
Uh, and I, I think that's fascinating that, that like this thing appears like in, in various places all over the world uh, for that same unifying reason. Uh, and I, I thought I think it's an interesting uh, principle for the story. I thought uh, this lady uh, who plays Mary Laidlaw reminded me uh, a, a decent amount of the mother from another witch movie we watched uh, recently or talked about recently, at least called Hellbender. Uh, I they, they... also thought of Hellbender. Yeah, she yeah. she gives me a uh, mother vibes. I forgot what her yeah. actual name is. That Zelda? No, she's it's just the Toby. mother. Uh, oh, you mean no? The but actress. I mean the actress. Yeah. The actress Was that is Zelda Toby. Adams. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, Toby, the, uh, Toby Adams. Uh, I got them mixed Zelda up. is the daughter. Yeah, um, I I remembered Zelda and Toby. I could not remember which was Toby which. Poser. Okay. That's her name. Toby Poser. Yes, right. Uh, yeah, okay. but We're good. Uh, so We're I got good. I got some of those <laughs> vibes. Uh, I also uh, I really liked uh, the element of uh, they they tease this like odd uh, uh, woods creature, this monster kind of thing. Uh, and then it just turns out to be her son in like a weird costume. I kind of thought uh, I don't know why I, I, uh, I, I found that the way they played that particularly interesting and effective. Uh, but yeah, mostly my issues were just the way the story, frankly, kind of falls apart towards the end, uh, and it didn't really keep my attention strongly through the third act. Uh, but uh, I really uh, appreciated. Uh, the the skill of it and uh, I I didn't look into I, I think you said you have the IMDb page tell me a little bit more I about do. Lynn Davison. Uh, this is, is her this... I believe her correct yes. Uh, I think this so. is her first um movie that she's directed. Okay, so yeah. she's done several shorts and it looks like she's written on a lot of things, but this is her first full length thing, which is why I know a lot of early work from a lot of directors is bad. Um, this isn't even bad. So it's like, no. I think with more experience, uh, we'll see a lot better from her because well, there were definitely, even though everything was so dark, there were some things where I was like, this is beautiful. It's just excessive. And I don't want to see just more outlines of things. I'd like to actually see things. And so she definitely has an eye for setting up those artsy shots. I just want some more visibility outside sure. of that. And, and the reason I ask specifically about uh, her as the director is because, like I said, most of my only real problems with this movie are in the narrative, in the writing, right? And I know mm -hmm. she didn't write the film. Uh, but I did really, I, I, I was really impressed with... Uh, uh, some of the, uh, the the tension development throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I agree there is some great photography here, and I also agree it could have been lit a little better, I think. Also, uh, I do always have to point out that my eyes are also 42-year-old diabetic eyes, so, you know, I mean, there's definitely a little bit of that as well. <laughs> but I, I would hasten to say all the more reason to ensure your scenes are well lit because Michelle's are not 42-year-old diabetic eyes, and she said the same thing. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, no, some I, of my favorite I, moments were were the day shots because I could actually see. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe my favorite moment is that weird sort of like uh, ultra well lit uh, uh, dream or hallucination shot uh, of the other wife whose name I can't remember, unfortunately. Grace. Uh, I yes, no idea. I'm Grace. Making that up. Yeah, is it Grace? I, I think, okay, I think Woo. it is Grace. Yeah, Lucas's stepmom, mm -hmm. Luke. Uh, but oh, uh, can't believe I there's that, that there's that sort of dreamlike shot where where she's just brightly lit and she's wearing the flower yep. crown and everything like That's that just comes too. out of it's nowhere beautiful. and I, I just thought that was really uh, like unique and, and, and interesting there uh, but mm -hmm. yeah I uh, 
I, I, like I said, I, I, I don't have any strong, real strong complaints about the movie. I don't mind that I saw it. I think it shows a lot of promise, and I'll be looking forward to seeing more of what Lynn Davison's got. Uh, my two big thoughts are Mary is my future. I'm definitely going to be a creepy woman in the woods that everybody is afraid of and thinks that I am stealing their children. Um, is I'm not fiercely Irish. Fiercely I, Irish. Yeah, I'm going to become fearfully <laughs> Irish. The more I age, the more Gaelic I learn. <laughs> I know zero <laughs> right now, so I just I gotta grow up, and then you learn Gaelic. That's what I know. Um, and then the other thing was, uh, I found it very interesting that you have you and I have very very different movie tastes. We have talked about that endlessly on this show. You oh, yeah. like folk horror. I don't. I was trying to keep an open mind, but I really was not sold in the very beginning. And yet with this movie, we came down on the exact same rating. So I think right. this will just be a like, eh, it's fine movie yeah, for a lot it's of just people. A, I, yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be upset that they saw it for any reason mm-hmm. at all. Uh, oh, the one thing I did want to mention is uh, obviously, uh, uh, well, I, I mean, we're this deep in the spoiler section. They kill some kids in this movie. Uh, oh, yeah. They... Uh, which uh, it definitely, I mean, that's a place that I, I'm not against going to, uh, but it, it is, it is pretty, uh, kind of a, uh, uh, an almost on the edge area for me. I did feel like this movie handled that in a, in a really tasteful and, and, and well-balanced way. It's not, uh, overly, uh, graphic or exploitative in any way. Uh, they get the pointer. In fact, it's also one of my favorite shots in the movie, uh, where they're they're lo- showing you that montage shots uh, of the the children's bodies when they find them, and then they finally cut to that one shot from the side. And actually, if you're not really looking for it, you might almost miss it uh, that the 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 throat has been cut. Uh, and I I just I I thought it was a I mean it was still at least for me and and the way i experienced those kind of things it was still a really heavy and intense point of that movie uh but i thought it was really well done yeah i i think that they handled uh child murder very well <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was I actually mean... uh the way that the corpses are kind of like lovingly displayed it was like well there's a reason for yeah. this it's not just to be malicious we just don't understand right. why right and then yeah. we definitely find out why but uh uh, and then you got to yeah, get that right. potato baby. <laughs> that potato baby. Just <laughs> <laughs> an angry potato baby that has healing properties. Oh, uh, yeah. And it screams when you pull it out of the ground. Screams <laughs> yeah. so hard it'll kill you. Yeah. It'll I learned that part you. from Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, another <laughs> thing. Again, another example I want to, I guess, that just jumped to my head from the directing. Again, uh, I like the way. They have that opening sequence that's just like that dude in the in the moss, uh, mm-hmm. and then you hear something screaming, and he falls over, and then he gets dragged away. I love how they mirror that uh, with Kathy when she digs up the mandrake uh, in mm-hmm. the middle of the movie. I, I thought that was a very nice callback and sort of bringing... A lot of these movies, sometimes they wouldn't uh, bring you back to that until like near the very end. Uh, I don't know. There's just something about how they they repurpose or they 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 return to that, uh, and then continued forward. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was a really cool element. Uh, again, an, an example of why I'm looking forward to seeing more from Lynn Davison as a director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so, I think overall uh, it's a very it's very fine. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a perfectly yeah. okay movie. I, I, like I said, I, I don't think there's any other better way to describe it. It is a thoroughly okay movie. And frankly, yep. uh, considering some of the movies we've seen, even on, on this show, frankly, uh, a, a, a thoroughly okay movie is a perfectly fine thing to be. <laughs> I will take thoroughly okay. That's uh, that that's going to uh, be perfectly that's fine. Gonna, <laughs> that's going to be uh, the, uh, the, what, what, the thing, what do they call it when they put it on Tag your tombstone? Line? Oh, uh, epitaph? Your epitaph, yeah. Mine's going to say uh, <laughs> perfectly okay or, or thoroughly okay is a perfectly fine thing to be. <laughs> Mine is going to be uh, more enjoyable when you're eating a burrito. <laughs> I love it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't checked out Mandrake, I mean, go give it a shot. You know, you may like it. You may uh, also think it's perfectly okay. Uh, yeah. If you don't follow us on the social media, what's wrong with you? Get on it. We're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter for the moment. We'll see how Elon Musk uh, continues to do whatever it is he's got going on. Uh, TikTok, yeah. we're on there. Michelle's got some plans for the TikTok. It's just at. I we do. Watch I've been working. Yeah, I've been working on some some footage. I got it. I just don't want to post once and then never post again. So uh, I'm I'm you trying to build line up a, a stock. couple things. Yeah, exactly. And it takes me a little bit because I'm indecisive about what is good enough to put out into the world. And then I go, it's TikTok. Lower your standards. And I go, but I can't. I still feel pressure from myself to be perfect. And they're like, Maybe again, it's TikTok. Lower your standards. And I'm like, Michelle. why are we fighting? Yeah. Michelle, maybe when the time comes to make these determinations on whether or not something is good enough to post to TikTok, maybe just eat a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Great life advice from JD Proverse, everybody. Hey, I'm just basing it on your experience here with, <laughs> with man. Yep, nope, I should just eat a burrito before I post anything and it'll just, seem better to me, but not to anybody else. <laughs> life is always better if you're eating a burrito. I think that's the bumper sticker quote right there. Life is always <laughs> better if you're eating a burrito. I would like a bumper sticker of that along with our squelching shirts, please. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll get on it. Say awesome. good night, Michelle. Good night, Michelle.